Hi, my name is Becky B, and this is episode 13 of the Concentrated Groundercast, to the point commentary on the CW's The Hundred. Today I'm talking about episode 5 of season 3, Hekeldama. Hekeldama is the Aramaic word for the potter's field. It's a field of red clay where, traditionally, Judas of Iscariot hung himself after betraying Christ. The word means the field of blood. If we are to apply religious interpretation to this episode, as the title suggests, surely Bellamy is the Judas. We are meant to think that the fridging of Gina and Bellamy's guilt for trusting Echo were his tipping points, but we got more insight here in his conversation with Clark at how angry and abandoned he feels. He says to Clark that this is who he has always been, hearkening back to his self-hatred in season one. And while a few of his actions suggest he is not beyond redemption, in my book his journey to the dark side was complete when he put the handcuffs on Clark. Bellamy's storyline here makes me heartsick, not just because of what he has become, but because it feels sudden and out of character for him. I understand that his turning had to happen quickly to satisfy the fast pacing of this show, but I wonder if that little extra I needed to be 100% on board with this was left on the cutting room floor. If Bellamy is the Judas of the story, then Clark is the Jesus. She went to her friend for help and her friend betrayed her. Clark gave up everything to take on the mantle of Juanjeda and secure peace with the Coalition. Everything she's done since Episode 1 has been to save her people. One thing that stood out to me when I first watched the Clark and Bellamy scene was how different Clark is with Bellamy. And in one way, it's a relief to see her peel off all her layers and just be bare. It really highlights how reserved she is when she's with Lexa. For the first time this season, we see all of her raw hurt and her pain and her fear. And in a way, I see that as a good thing for Bellark because it means that Clark doesn't think she has to be anything more than what she really is when she's with him. But I worried for her when she was so vulnerable right away with Bellamy, and my worries were justified. Jaha's role in our religious metaphor is that of Antichrist, who is peddling his false religion like crack cocaine. Jaha is preaching, take this pill and the pill will change you. It made me think of the snake in the Garden of Eden. Eat this apple and you will have wisdom. I very much enjoyed his meet-and-greet with Cain and Abby and then Pike, and how it didn't take them all long to underestimate him and dismiss Jaha as a fanatic. In our metaphor, Raven plays the role of the convert. I started this podcast talking about a storyline that I thought was unearned, and I'd like to say that Raven's conversion to the City of Light is totally earned, in both writing and acting. While there were many outstanding performances in this episode, Lindsay Morgan was the star. Clark returns to Lexa, and they have a conversation about justice and mercy. This echoes ancient Judeo-Christian beliefs that teach an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. It's the same as the grounder's belief. Blood must have blood. But Clark is preaching a better way. Remember, she comes from her own zero-tolerance tradition. But she's preaching, love your enemies and forgive each other. This is the message Clark has been fighting for all along. I'm reminded of her saying in season two... Maybe life should be about more than just surviving. Lexa, too, has been forward-thinking. She's allowed the death of Finn and Naya to be sufficient payment for much greater crimes. She chose life over vengeance at Mount Weather. It's these choices that have weakened her position as commander in the eyes of her people, Lexa well knows. So to forgive the blatant slaughter of 300 warriors, I thought was pushing Lexa too far. I was shocked when Lexa declared, Blood must not have blood. 
The co-executive producer said on Twitter that this idea, blood must not have blood, is the central theme for season three. I'm going to do a little speculating here. The grounders called the infinity symbol on Murphy's City of Light Pill a sacred symbol. They saw the same symbol tattooed on Lexa's back in the last episode, which is also the same symbol found in Allie's backpack. There's clearly a connection between the grounders' religious beliefs and Allie. Also, we learned in the Season 2 episode, Survival of the Fittest, that the grounders are opposed to using guns. They connect this idea to Mount Weather. But what if it's deeper than that? Like a religious, spiritual belief? And here, Indrid has suggested to Lexa that the only way they can win against Pike and his bottomless barrels of bullets is to go against this belief and get guns themselves. It just seems really clear to me that Lexa wasn't choosing Mercy just to appease Clark. There's a lot more to it than just that. And I'm looking forward to watching it all unfold on future episodes of The 100. This has been Becky B. for the Concentrated Groundercast. Thanks for listening. You can catch me on Twitter or Tumblr at Groundercast. <laughs>